I can do a really good Lauren Hill mix if you want. I would kill for a good Lauren Hill do have, mix. Do you have iTunes? iTunes music? Yeah. Uh, I know my wife does. Look up J period uh, Lauren Hill. Yeah. Two different mixes. They use, he does different remixes of her songs with her freestyles and with her like doing random uh, like vocal patternings and interviews with her about her career. Pretty, oh, wow. pretty solid. I saw her live once, like oh, that's, late not, in, that's not a good representation of her. I've heard it really is not. She's not very good live. Like I saw her in Nas live. She's also like late the, and doesn't show up at all sometimes. She's like the worst. Yeah, yeah. And she I'm, was not. I, I expected like more singing than rapping. Like you know, and she just kind of rapped everything. It was weird. I was like, okay, this isn't what I was expecting. Like, yeah, what can you do? Huh? I didn't want to knock Lauren Hill before we even started the show, but. But sister, they are just ninjas trying to release their wiggles. Hey Siri, set an alarm for five minutes. I set your alarm for 427. Now everybody knows what time we did the show at, if you wanted to do the math. It's great. Depends yeah. on your time zone. We're in two different time zones. That's two a good call. Apart. We both left the train at 6 a.m. What time do we meet each other? I don't math. I don't do SAT questions anymore. Um, I, I didn't do it when I was, I took the SATs. I just guessed. <laughs> Tony is to Ed as, um, I would, I, I guess the reason I said, let's just talk about nothing for Wiggles and not bring it up yet. I'm paying $2,000 to get my cat. Basically, get, basically to get his butt unplugged. Wow. You could have paid for free to leave him somewhere. Or put a bullet in his head. Well, I, I didn't want to go that far. It's Texas. But I guess that's a good point. So like a, a lot, lot, lot more painless. You could like, you could take him to a farm. There's farms in Texas. Be like, hey, I'm going to leave him at this farm. Uh, and then they, they'll have a dead cat on their farm. I, <laughs> dead I would, constipated okay. cat. <laughs> I would just like to express uh, a lot of a lot of emotions here. And I don't, people could judge me however they want here. You included, because we haven't had this conversation yet. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd pay $2,000 for myself to get healed. And that's a that's a very real thing. I might be like, oh, I'll just try to I'll push through that. I think I can homeo, I Work can homeo my way. this for a little yeah. bit. Um, but with an animal, you don't know how bad they are and stuff like that. So you you it's almost like a child, like a baby, like they just kind of take advantage of you because you can't communicate with the person you brought. So they're like, oh well, he needs this. Oh, he also needs this. Yeah, you know, it's like a car, right? Oh car, yeah, an object. You don't know what, what's really going on. And uh, I just feel like I got fucking dick. I found out it's 400, well, because they were going to keep him for the weekend, and I found out if I kept him um, until Monday, they would not give me a daily price, but I finally told, we, we told them we're going to take him tomorrow instead of Monday, and I realized $430 were taken off the total. So it's $430 a day to keep a cat keep it, yeah. with IV in it and sit in a fucking box for 24 hours. You could have just fed a Pedialyte. I could have gave it bio -K. Apparently, animals take to bio -K just like humans. You don't even, there's not even a special animal bio -K. You can go to your local Whole Foods or whatever and find, and not the Mexican shit, not the whatever that stuff is. I forget what that's called, not to be racist, but that shit has sugar <laughs> and a lot of other things. You got to get an unflavored bio -K and, it'll also, and it'll help their uh, stomach uh, flora, right? Flora and fauna. In the, I think I don't, there's not animals. Bacteria is animals, so I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that sucks. First of all, and yes, you did get hosed. Like, there's, I we could we could do a whole episode on getting hosed by the vet, and uh, you know, I was we have about time that, to spare. Uh, but it's it's a hundred dollars for them to do blood work each time. And they're like, yeah. well, he had a blockage. We want to make sure his kidneys are okay. So two times two times a day, they're checking his blood, and it's a hundred dollars a pop. And I know it doesn't cost a hundred dollars to check someone's blood. Yeah, it's a little, it's a bit of a racket. I took a dog once, my old dog. I took him when he was a puppy. He was like yelping for no reason. And I was like, oh my goodness. And me and my wife are like, what do we do? And I was like, oh my God. So I took him to the vet in the middle of the night and he stopped yelping, obviously, when we got there. And I was like, is there anything wrong with this dog? And then the vet, like I was waiting there for an hour, obviously. And then the, the vet starts petting the dog. Oh, but oh no, she seems, he seems okay, but. You know, you have a really nice dog there, though. He's got a good snout. Look at this. What a nice dog. I'm like, I didn't come here for you to pet my dog and tell me how great he is, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I tell you, I left $300. That'd be $300. Like, wow, I just $300 for this lady to compliment my dog. For her to stroke your dog costs yeah. $300. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's man. what it's like going to a vet. Like, if and you keep, find a vet that you... Mind, keep in mind, I'm in Texas, so I'm sure it's double if I was in California. Oh yeah! If you find a vet that's on the up and up, stick with them, because totally, they're really hard to find. That's it's just like a mechanic. That's what I had. My ex-wife worked for a vet, so I had a place I could go, and they would always give me the straight up shit. Don't, no, nah, don't worry about that. Just do this, do that. Take them right now. We don't need them for another night. Blah blah blah. And now I'm back to being like finding a new mechanic, quote unquote. And it fucking sucks, dude. Everyone's trying to fuck you. Welcome back to Cabin Fever, uh, Tony G, Big Ed. You know. Wiggled it out on some serious stuff, man. I hope your cat's going to be okay. Yeah. No, the cat's fine, but those fucking vets wiggled $2,000 out of pocket. That's Those are the real wiggles. Yeah, that happened to our last dog. We bought the dog for $300, and it got parvo. So the at the end of all things, the dog ended up costing me $3,000, like, to buy it. Okay, okay. Now that, okay, maybe this will just be the episode. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Is that, okay, If, if now if it's a car, Okay, and I understand animals and machines are different, but if you paid a thousand dollars for a car and it's going to cost two thousand dollars to fix, you know, oh yeah, it, simple we, math, you get rid of the car. And now I understand these are pets and these are animals, but if it, if it wasn't a cat or a dog and it was a gerbil or a fish, you fucking toss, you flush that, yeah, you flush yeah. that gerbil, you flush not that all, fucking gerbil. Not, not all, pe- not all pets are created equal, man. Like, and that's and that's what I mean. That that's that's what I can see, and I understand. I understand the bigger the mammal, the more we have like uh, a tendency to tie to it. So a dog, we definitely like get a lot more, a lot more into it. You go down to a cat, it's a little less. You go down to like a gerbil or a rabbit or a hamster, it's a lot less, right? Yeah, These are all yeah. mammals, though, but there is definitely a hierarchy. In the way that we look at animals and pets in our own lives, and I'm just saying, I love that cat. But boy, you you better. You just spent two grand on on his ass. Not worth. Oh well, yeah. See, you just got then you got hosts. You got hosts. Like I I noticed this now because like I I had a dog that I really gave a damn about. The dog died, and now like I have another dog that I really don't care about all that much. She's just kind of a nuisance to me, and I I know that. Yeah, I really feel that way. Like my family, they love her everybody loves her like my my in-laws loved her and they hated the other dog it was really weird and now it's like they all like no yeah we love this dog really i'm like you don't know this dog like so 
like, nah, she's racist. She's like, she chews everything. Like, shout out, it, shout out to the racist dog. Episode. Yeah, right. And she sucks. So like, and I ended up, I'm ending up putting more effort and more work in on this dog. I don't even get give a damn about than than the other dog. I got news so, for you. That's probably going to make you love her more. Eh, not really. I mean, I've I've but seen yeah, this dog. When we got this dog, we got him from a dog hotel that my wife knew, and um, I guess her the the lady who owned the place went to our her kids went to our school, and a week later the dog got parvo. We didn't take it out. We're not supposed to take him outside or anything. We didn't yeah. do that. And the dog had Parvo. And when we take it to the vet, the vet's like, yeah, it takes two weeks for Parvo to incubate. Yeah. So, so we got, bought a dog with him, Parvo. You got him with Parvo. Is that, yeah. Do anything about that. That yeah. happened. We had a, well, it was a rescue. We didn't pay for it, but still. It's, it's basically a death wish. Yeah. It, it's, it's really that, that one thing made me feel bad for the dog because I'm not an inhuman monster. You know, the dog was really like couldn't hold down any water, food or anything like diarrhea. Anytime it drank like she was really she was not long for this world. And the vet did help her out, but they helped her out by like putting an IV in her and sticking her in a cage for two weeks. Now, I, I, I understand what you're talking about. And I do. I'm very upset that Wiggles turned into a whole episode, but it's never happened before. So here we go. Something new. Um, <laughs> the I, I, the, the cat was doing the same thing. It had a, a blockage. Um, so basically, he didn't eat much. He didn't use... He would sit in the litter box and try to shit for like 15 minutes. And I'd walk by... You know, you know, you see a cat in a litter box. It's not very long. I would walk by to go to the restroom, come out, and then maybe walk by to go to my room and go grab something. And he's still there. And I'm like, whoa. And that's also a sign of depression for cats if they just sit in their... They root in their feces. You know, mm. it's not it's not a good sign. It means they're depressed. So like on a double level, I was like, fuck, he's constipated. And but even then I was like, you know what? I believe in nature and I believe in organisms and how long they've worked to get to a, a level of perfection where if you get a problem, your body will solve it uh, until, you know, human, you know, pollutants and stuff like that, of course. But I, I believe in that, generally speaking. So once he got to the point where he would drink wa- a lot of water and just throw up three times, I was like, OK. That's not the way the body works. Yeah, the body gotta, doesn't work that way. We got to take him in. We got to take him in. We were waiting to check out the hook while his DJ revolved it. Because mm, it's probably nice <laughs> Well, I, I was going to ask if you just went ahead and got him something to read. You know, maybe he was just looking to. He's like, <laughs> well, how can I go with no material here? <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, you know, my friend, my roommate asked, what did you guys do to him? Because they said it, was, it might involve uh, surgery immediately when they just kind of like saw him because you know you gotta they check him out in the car and then they bring him in based on like what level because it's an emergency place which is also probably the stupidest thing i did but i tried to call places and they said they couldn't see him till tuesday and when i recommended at the earliest and when i told them all the symptoms they're like oh take him to emergency take him i'm like oh fuck you want to get scared into just spending a lot of money that's how you do it oh yeah they definitely. All work, they all work in unison yeah they're they are they're like a it's a it's a it's, it's like a mafia. mafia it's a mafia another mafia veterinary mafia yeah and it's not just it's not just the veterinary it's it's the whole medical industry and now it's just finally spread to the animals because now you get pet insurance right so like it's all insurance oh man they've all trickled into that which is really fucked up man because you're taking advantage of people and their emotions and and when they're really like in a weak place and more likely to give up uh money they don't have than in any other situation except for their own children it's fucked yeah, I, well, I miss the old school days. Like my dad, my dad was the worst dog owner ever. 
like a Mexican dog owner, dude, like outside dog, dogs go outside. They don't come inside. Our dogs never set foot inside, like inside our home. Like they were just outside dogs and like, they weren't walking dogs. You didn't walk them. Like this dog doesn't need to walk. What's he going to learn the neighborhood? No, he's never going outside. <laughs> All you, you need know? to worry about is this area, right? This here. general vicinity. Someone this is his home. He doesn't know bite and bark. Yeah, exactly. Which, if you think about it, you're like, well, they are animals. I mean, I we all know they have feelings, but you're also like, eh. like no, I don't no. know. I think today people tend to like anthropomorphize their animals a bit. Like they just sit there and be like, yeah, oh, he's such a where's my big man. Like, it's like he doesn't know what you're saying. Like, why are you talking I mean, to that dog? Especially if like they that? have no children and they tend to really anthropomorphize mm. their animals into a yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I mean, basically clothes on an animal makes no sense no sense but yeah. occasionally i guess if it's cold out and they're like not a furry well if it's christmas or halloween that's once again that's not a reason see you're part of the problem <laughs> well dude it's like decorating your know what it is like decorating your tree you decorate your dog too would it's you decoration pay, would you pay two thousand dollars to keep your tree good uh no i would just get another tree <laughs> i'd uproot it exactly so there's <laughs> a slight difference <laughs> well i'm not saying well i know but i would still decorate the tree the same way i would decorate the dog you know, like okay, I, I would like to add as like an addendum to this conversation. I love animals. <laughs> it so sounds like we're we sound like a couple of assholes no, I, talking I, about I, how much like, we I'm, hate exactly. dogs. I'm, I'm going back on what we yes. talked about. And I'm like, oh man, maybe we sound like fucking animal haters. <laughs> maybe I sound like I've converted into a Texas guy and I just take animals in the back and shoot them when they don't serve my purpose anymore. You did mention a bullet earlier. It was <laughs> oh well, that that's that's because someone referenced that. Like, yeah, man, you know what we do. When you got to spend that much money on an animal out here. And I was like, what? You uh, lose them on the freeway and say they ran away. And he's like, nah, that's fucked up. Put a bullet in their head. I mean, but if the animal's in pain, maybe I could see that. Well, but... if you're just going to drop them off to run wild off the side of the freeway, isn't that worse? You're going to make well, a, maybe, maybe, a uh... dog that's barely been in a fucking backyard his whole life defend himself in the real world, in, human, in, the, in the concrete jungle at that? Nah, man. I guess that that does make a decent amount. Put a amount bullet of sense. in his head. I'm gonna put a bullet in that dog's head and that cat's head if you're just gonna put them on the side of the freeway. I don't know how you turn that into a billboard, but you can. No you one. Can. I'm sure you can find a way. Yeah, yeah. No one will run on that politically either, by the way. But it's a true statement. It's like I've got on record. I'm all for killing animals instead of setting them free. Into That's the wild. Technic technically euthanasia. Well, I guess once yeah, you consider insane. socioeconomic factors and the like. Oh yeah, definitely because it, it you ends up costing you if you wanted to put an animal down, it would end up costing you. You'd have to pay disposal fees and all other kinds of things. So don't get me into the funeral system. That's another fucking hustle. Jeez. Well, I think it's safe to say everything's a hustle. I mean, I think like what we touched on earlier is just finding somebody you trust to be able to look at you and go, "Hey, look, this dog here needs help." Uh, or, and you can keep them at your house, monitor them, and then bring them back so we don't have to charge you. That's what a that's what a good vet would do. Yeah, that, and honest, exactly. And like, yeah, and okay. And that was another thing that like got me is when I got there, and um, you know, I, I'm not gonna jump in and with the fucking masculine energy yet. So I'm letting Jen talk about it. Hey, what's this? What is this charge for? What's this charge for? Let her get a little worked up, and then if I see some egregious then i'm gonna come in and it's gonna be fucking rude but i didn't have to get there yet but i'm sitting there i'm just like dude the okay the no no offense to anyone in their jobs because i understand all jobs are specialized 
but we came there to find out how much. Uh, and she had told the doctor ahead of time, like, can you item, like, let them know what's what? So when we come in, we know how much we're paying. And like, if we should keep them a day or two days, like how much that's going to cost. And he just left. We got there. He's, he had been gone for like 15 minutes. Um, didn't say that we were going to come in and what the different itemized things were. So we get there and there's an extra $800 on an already existing $1,500 tab that got paid. And of course, anyone in their right mind is going to say, hey, what? Whoa, wait, extra $800? What is this for? You tell me what is costing me so much or whatever. And the best I could do was print an itemized thing and then call a tech from the back, which took another 15 minutes for him to figure out, oh, well, I don't know. I didn't really talk to the doctor. I would assume maybe this, maybe that, maybe this. And they still couldn't give me anything. But to their credit, uh, we left and I was like, well, we're going to be back in the morning and then we'll figure it out then. Can you just call the doctor and make sure? And she's like, you know what? I will. I'll figure it out. I'll tell you exactly how much. Um, if I can talk to him today, I'll call you today before we end. If not, I'll let you know tomorrow as soon as you come in. And to her credit, and once again, this is why nothing is ever absolutely bad. There's always good people. There's always good people in bad situations. And you should keep that in mind and not fucking blow up like an asshole. Uh, it was, <laughs> it, she called us like an hour, like maybe an hour and a half later. And let us know, and like it's gonna be an extra four hundred, blah blah. Like, okay, cool, thank you. Thank well, at least you're upfront about it and but, instead of like you know hitting you with these hidden charges or whatever. But, but I'm just saying the internal setup of of the industry is just so disconnected from who actually treats the animal to who diagnoses to who bills that you have three different things when they should all be in the same loop. That's that's a weird disconnect for a business. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's true. That's true. My dad was a stud at that. Like our first dog, Max. Do you remember Max? Yeah, of course. Well, I guess we got Max before I was born. Wait, was that the black one? No, he was white. He was like a white, shaggy, white, little oh, short, yeah, yeah, white yeah. puffball who's, dog. Who's or, the black one? Uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Sheila. That was the world's Sheila. worst dog. That dog sucked. You guys hated so, that dog. We had the worst names for dogs, too. My mom named all our dogs, and all of our dogs' names were whack. Why Sheila? Like Sheila E? She knew a girl named Sheila in high school. <laughs> I, I swear to God, it was like, mean, the, yeah, that's great. That's a great Sheila name for a dog. Girl, right? Like in Aussie talk? It's a bloody Sheila. But yeah, yeah, either way, we're talking about Max right now. They got Max, <laughs> right? And I guess my brothers put the dog on. We had a swing set in the back. And when, like maybe the day they, or the day after they got Max, my brothers put Max on a swing and pushed him, and he fell off the swing naturally and broke his leg. He fucked up his paw, his oh, front paw, shit. and he was limping. And they're like, "Why is the dog limping?" And he goes, "Well, we were playing on the swings." Like my kid, my brothers were really small at the time; they were like five or six, you know. And they're like, hey, "You're playing on the swings," and we we swung him, and uh, he fell off. And it, he kind of explained it. And they're like, "Oh, I think they they broke this dog's leg or something." So the dog's naturally <laughs> limping around, and my my dad goes wrap that dog up we're going so <laughs> he grabs the dog he goes with my mom and he goes take me where you got this dog and they go to the fox hills mall where they got the dog and he go to the pet shop and he goes he puts the dog down he's like what's up with this dog it's limping you sold me a defective dog and he goes you sold my he goes you sold my wife a defective dog why is this dog limping and they're like oh my god it is limping like yeah what's going on what are you trying to what are you trying to do and then I also opened another fun can of worms where my mom said that she paid $300 for the dog. And then when they showed my dad the receipt, it was $1,300. <laughs> so that was a fun thing that happened between them later on in life. But Ooh. so they go, he goes, 
look, you're either going to give me my money back or you're going to give me another dog. They gave him another dog. So Max was <laughs> kind of like Max too. <laughs> Damn, maybe I didn't know Max. Yeah, we. I didn't know Max. I wasn't even born yet. I didn't know the first Max. <laughs> that nope. dog lived. That dog lived. We never took that dog to the vet except for that one time. And then that actual dog that we ended up with, it never went to the vet and no bullshit. That dog lived till he was like a hundred fun, fun side note. My grandmother found Max dead in, in our garage in front of the washing machine. And she looked at him and like kicked him and was like, Oh, Hey, get out of the way. I'm trying to do some laundry. She was trying to do some laundry. <laughs> and she just closed the door on him. And said, hey, your dog, there's something wrong with your dog. He's like, you're not really doing anything. He's like, I tried to kick him to get him out of the way, but he didn't want to move. <laughs> and she went, and, she, and he's, my dad was like, ah, oh, you killed my dog. You kicked him. And it was a fun thing. It was like a running gag that my grandmother kicked my dog to death. Nice. Like a reverse um, National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> In reverse. <laughs> I, I would say anytime you have to pay $2,000 for an animal, just question, would you do this for a reptile? Have a good there day. There you go. Yeah. I mean, if all pets are created equal across the board. And you love life and animals. Then how about you do the same thing for that dog that you would do for the gerbil or the gerbil that you would do for the dog. Or for right? the snake. Or for the snake. You know, be nice to your pets. Yeah. Look, I know it sounds like me and Ed are a couple uh, heartless bastards who don't really like animals at all. But we both own pets. We both have paid money for our pets. So it's almost like we're begrudging fathers that have to do things for children, you know, while we're, you know, love while we're spending money on them. I'm going to have to cut this out because you basically just said, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Nah, that's not how that plays out. Kind of. Kind of not. What are you talking about? Now, look, I don't like my dog. (laughs) She's racist. I didn't teach her that. (laughs) Don't bring racism into this. This has been cabin fever. You know what? If you have a pet, be nice to it. I mean, I know we all act like pets could be great or they could also be a burden, but you know what? They're also, they're also not humans. They're also living things with feelings. So perhaps, you know, being, I don't know. I got nothing here. I would say that like for all the people that maybe listen to us and think there were animal haters or that were mean or cruel uh, people, I would ask you to question yourself, would you pay $2,000 so your iguana could have surgery or would you let it run away or let it die? Hmm. On that note, this show has died. (laughs) RIP.